episode two of the Hoopla Podcast. We are back, and guess what? We got a full cast today. We got the biggest man with the biggest brain on the biggest lawn named John, repping that ATL like always. We got Quan in there. He's actually wearing a jet shirt. Can you believe it? From New- I'm, from, I'm from New York. From New York, son. Chop cheese, son. Chop cheese, son. Word to your mother. Where my Tim's at? Stop, stop it in the snow with my Tim's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, we got... Oh, he about to go get the blicky. He about to get, he about to get started with the blicky. Uh-oh. You see what you did? Uh-oh. And last but not least, we got old Denzel Jackson. Oh, wow. He really brought the Tim's out. What? Hey, what you call them? You call them OGs? You call them original butter and creams? What's, what's the name of them? Because I know all Tim's got a name. Bro, all right. Well, any yeah. All right. Last night, you know, we got. Oh wow, he really, you really doing the New York thing. I wish we were doing video for I'm this. Not, I'm not. I doing really that, wish bro. we had video I'm for this. Anybody? Anybody listening? We're gonna paint this picture. Kwame's yeah. wearing the do rag. He's gonna tie it to the back. Hey, Kwame, you gonna keep the flap out or what? You keeping the flap out? No. Nah, you no, a flap I'm out kind of guy. You got, you got. I feel like you be wearing brimless hats and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He, Jay Z in 2004. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I was still trying to introduce Jackson because you know, first time on the pod, last man on the bench, sixth man, fourth man, third man, twelfth man. It don't matter because he gonna hold it down regardless. Mr. Denzel Jackson, Jackson, Mr. Jackson, if you nasty. <laughs> AKA bro man from the fifth floor. From the fifth floor. Fifth Listen, floor. I just came to make a sandwich. You just came. I came for the sandwiches. Hey man, look. We ain't got no bread. <laughs> we ain't got no cheese. We ain't got no hog mug. We got cereal without no milk. We 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 over here. But uh I'll be in and out. Alright. Out the window. <laughs> out the window. It's not out the window. Exactly. It's cold out. Put on jacket. I got a left sock somewhere. I don't know where the right one went. <laughs> But nah. <laughs> so I don't even want to know what you did with the right. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't know what the right one is. It got lost in the laundry. Who's the hell? The hell? No say. No say. No say. No say. Are we gonna start this? Are we gonna talk about sports? Are you guys gonna just keep making jokes? Cause God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some of my sports teams are jokes. Oh, so uh, that's okay. unfortunate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a beautiful that's a beautiful segue because uh, we're gonna start with our first segment that we just created right now. The shortness, shortness. Yeah, we ain't really got no real audio or like you know sound effects. So yeah, yeah. anybody so, listening to this, congratulations, you get us. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so uh, short listed up, man. Uh, I guess I will start it mainly because I got things to do, and I'm gonna be on mute for a little bit. So I'm just running down a list. Uh, first things first, we got the Grizzly scores from the week. Uh, of course, unfortunate loss to Minnesota. Uh, that was yeah. I'll talk about that later. Uh, but bounce back, bounce back, and we beat Philly, and we beat Detroit tonight. So. I'm okay going two of three. Uh, yeah, but I really do want to talk about that Memphis-Minnesota thing because I got a couple questions, a couple answers. I Yeah, we got to talk about that. Uh, let's see. Next thing I got, 
of course, World Cup, World Cup time, USA, USA. Unfortunately, we uh, huh, yeah. we made it out, made it out of the group stage, but you know, uh, knockout, yes, knockout in the sixteen. Netherlands. I don't know if y'all got a chance to actually watch that game, but uh, boy, it was it was something to foresee. I will say this: we're not gonna speak much on soccer, but I am okay where we are, knowing that we're not a powerhouse. But I'm glad we're young. I think we got a little time to get it together. Uh, last but not least, of course, I don't know if y'all are familiar, but Mr. One Each Kelly Oubre Jr. hit the greatest celebration of all time. Listen, I'm starting to become a fan of this little too small thing, but again, you got to know when to do it. Steph is not pulling the look away when Golden State's down 29 points. Kelly Oubre, it don't matter to him. It don't matter to him. He say, look, you too small, you too small. Listen, it was so bad that the commentators were like, uh, <clears throat> sir, just to let y'all know, y'all are down by 28. You might want to get back and play some defense. So, you know, my my thing is, if you're going to do it, do it, but just know when to do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be like Nick Young. Shoot the three, hit him with the rim, or hit him with the three-pointer, and then by the bing, by the boom, that boy, that joint gone. But yeah, but no, that's 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 my list, man. So, like I said, I'll let one of y'all fire it off next. Jackson, you want to do the honor since you your first time on? Why I gotta go first? It was my first time. I got this. You won't hear last time. You won't hear last time. Yeah, go ahead. What? I mean, I don't really got nothing. I got right, John, you want to go? Yeah. Well, I got you there. Uh, since Jackson want to go on mute today, piggybacking off of everything, Troy already started this, um, the, uh, the basketball talk, so I'm going to keep it going, man. I'm going to talk about my boy. I already know this going to rub Jackson the wrong way. I don't care. Y'all uh, Mr. Kevin Durant, bro. I'm going to put some respect on that man's name. Nope. Uh, just a couple of days ago, man, was seven. 70%, bro, 70% for the entire game. Usually you think about that in a quarter, bro, 70%. Bro, I don't care what you say. Mr. Efficiency, does. Kevin Durant is one of the most efficient players that we have ever seen in this game, man. He literally made why. career. Why do y'all think that I get so upset when we talk about Kevin Durant? The only thing you, you, you do is you do not like KD, bro. You do. I don't like his choices. I never said he was a bad player. Matter of fact, I I said he was a great player. I just hate his choices. You know who else's choices you hate? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We never said that right now. We talking basketball. We got to.
is the Lakers, man. Lakers have won eight of their last ten games. I ain't because they finally started playing it. right. I ain't saying they don't found their mojo. I ain't going that far. But the Lakers nope. have won eight of their last. I'll speak games. on it when the time comes. Uh, the biggest one, bro, is that I think it was the last two, uh, which uh, won today against the Wizards. Man, I I will say I think they are finally implementing what we have been saying for a while. LeBron's agent, you got to run the offense through Mr. Anthony Davis. When he's healthy, when he's healthy. AD today, 55 points. What? 55. 55 points. Come here. LeBron with 29. Uh, against the Bucks, which the Lakers did hand the Bucks an L. Mr. Anthony Davis, 44. Give me 44 of them things. I need them. 44. LeBron James <laughs> with 28, man. Uh, they're starting to implement Anthony Davis the way they, the way they, they already should have, but now they're finally doing it, man. And the Lakers and they're gaining that momentum. Eight of the last ten. I love it. Uh, my last but not least, it is Sunday, so I do got to talk a little bit of football. Uh, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., uh, minus his little incident on with the plane. We all know he got kicked off because he didn't want to buckle up. But we ain't even talking about that. Uh, he has visited the Giants, the Bills, and the Cowboys. It is said that he is supposed to make a decision sometime this week. Me and my personal bias, because I am, I do rep the Falcons. On Sundays, that is my NFC team, but I do got a little AFC bias, and I'm pulling for the Buffalo Bills. Go ahead, get that man's a Bill jersey, and, and, and let them boys go win a race. Uh, that's my short list, bro. That's my short list. Go ahead, that's go on. That's fair. <sighs> all right, all right. On the subject of basketball, right? You know my team's Bulls. You know we had had easy. We had our ups. We had our downs. A lot of downs. Right now we're down, bro. Um. I think last week we went one to four, and I don't know what's going on, but I think that um, from what I've been looking looking up, some 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 about to shake, and I don't think I'm gonna like what's about to shake. So I seen a couple rumors of your team, John and Jackson, uh, getting Yo. Rosen or Levine, which makes my stomach hurt. Mine too. Um, I don't think that's a good move. I think that. I don't either. But I, I think know. that. I think uh, we spoke on it last week. Who I think should get? Well, I didn't say who you should get traded, but I said it's man. I'm gonna say it again. Kobe White need to go. Um, that that era has passed. You did say uh, that. You said Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe White got to go, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not the only reason. I'm not gonna say he's the only reason. Um, I think that you need the coaching too because coaching is in utilizing uh, the talent in the right way. We got like AO. Nah, that's 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 my little sense of the GD, definitely. Um New York. I think I think uh we need to get stronger on the front court, but I think our, our backcourt is good. Like we got DeRozan, Dean, everybody, but I think that front court need to need some work. But um yeah, so we had a rough week. Um uh, basketball, so we're talking about teams, you know, I saw the Lakers, I saw the AED drop fifty five, you know. Respect. I already respect what this place do. Um, I always like Anthony Davis. I said like I don't like the Lakers. I don't like how they get down because I feel like they, you know, we talk about this, you know, off podcast a lot. They get rid of their talent to go get talent and you buy something they add. So and it frustrates um, the crap out of me. Yeah, and it frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> so you know, in that aspect, I don't, I don't really like the Lakers' practices. But you know, as far as like 
LeBron, AD, and even Westbrook, I always, I always give respect to it, especially Westbrook, because I, me personally, I, I would not tolerate that level of disrespect. I probably got fired every game because I'm swinging with somebody. That's a different subject. But um, Portland, man. Portland, 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 Portland. And it's not even about Dame Dollar right now, bro. Anthony Simons, 33 in the first half, last, the last game when they played against Utah. Now I see why they traded CJ That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now I see why they broke that up. They said, he is coming. You got to go. He's younger. We going to pay him more because he's going to last longer. You got to go. Uh, good luck in New Orleans, which, you know, CJ balling out in New Orleans, too. Yeah, um, it was good for both. It was good for both, and damn, Anthony, Anthony Simons, like, he started going on the at the end of last year with the game went out with the, you know, the season and the injury. He started, I started looking at him like, okay, he might, he might do something, but, you know, when you don't have the star player to facilitate the team through, like, the reason why he's there, you kind of like, it's like crunch time all the time, like, well, garbage time all the time. That so I, was, I didn't take it with it, like, you know, I still with a grand so. Seeing him playing with Dame is like, oof. I don't know now. I might that, that might have been a good move. So, give respect to that. Uh, as far as football, um, Jets lost today. Um, I saw that game going either way because we all know Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins, right? So, uh, I think even though with the loss, when he lost by six points, it was real bad in the beginning, but we came back. And I think I, I appreciate that more than just taking an L because we actually came back. Defense was doing good. Sauce Gardner did what Sauce Gardner does. Um, I want to say primarily for the whole game, they had him on Justin Jefferson. And I saw uh, he got a TD off. Like, he did get a t- touchdown off finally. So he got one. Sauce Gardner allowed one finally. But they kept that boy under 50 yards. And I don't think nobody's done that this year. So to keep Justin Jefferson on the tear that he's been having under 50 yards as a rookie, I'm going to just say I'm, he, he probably going to be in a pro bowl. Put it like that. Um, hey, Matt White did good. A um, couple of interceptions that uh, I think, you know, just error plays. Um, our offense did pretty good. It's definitely like we just didn't score. So – um, we didn't score enough. So I think that even with that showing, I think Matt White did pretty good. He had like 350 yards again. So he's, he's definitely putting them yards up, using everybody. Uh, Garrett Wilson getting the ball. Um, other receivers getting the ball. Um, running backs are doing good. It just, you know, uh, things lined up for the Vikings this, this week. So respect to them, but I'm still around with my boys. Hopefully we still get to this playoff run because I know the AFC. It's the AFC division we in the stack right now because we got Buffalo, we got Miami, Patriots, and us. So I think everybody has a winning record right now. Uh, unlike John's uh, conference with that uh, NFC South trash band that they got going on down there. But um, I digress. Uh, yeah, I had to throw that in there because he has all his Atlanta stuff on and it just makes me upset because I'm not going to do good until y'all do right by my day. I'm just going to say that. Oh. Hey, bro, listen, no. <laughs> I got to interject. You already know how I feel about Michael Vick, bro. You already know. We know how, how, we know how, we know how Michael Vick's about man. it. Nah, bro, that, that, the same thing that happened in Holes when 
that family didn't carry matters around me under that on, on top of that mountain, and they was cussed for a hundred years. What you think happening to y'all right now? Same thing, bro. So y'all do right by Michael Vick. Y'all ain't gonna do. I gotta say 23, 28, 3 again. Take the high road, Quan. Matches on the right side of the, the uh, arena alone. Why they what you think on that 
So I might get my money's worth in Oakland. I ain't no, that was my table. Shut up. Yeah, I ain't getting it in Vegas. They, they too straight. They too straight. That arena's nice, bro. We went to, we went to the Pro Bowl, and then, but they, they ain't playing that. You, you swing, you can't. You ain't probably connected. It's security. is like that. <laughs> well, you out of there. <laughs> So I was going to say, speaking of uh, swinging and a miss, I would also like to just mention, A, I heard, I remember you saying that, you know, if you're rust, you know, you're not taking nothing, you're taking all the fines. And I would just like to say that it's crazy what you can get fined for nowadays, because I just witnessed over the, well, not over the weekend, it was on Friday, but I witnessed that John Rank got fined 35000 for just telling the ref he sucks. <laughs> I mean, of course, you don't know what he said, but, you know, I'm speculating. I'm sure he, you know, he didn't talk that much stuff. He was just like, hey, man, that was a bad call. You should do better. <laughs> and he got fined 35000 for that. Because on the flip side, that makes me think, why is nobody finding Anthony Edwards? I feel like he literally got paid to be in the movie to talk shit. And here he is. Not... Being fined thirty five thousand, and I know for a fact that he is out there jaw jacking everybody. But neither here nor there, jaw took his little L, and we uh we came out on top. Uh, you know the next two games, so I'm I'm okay with that. Um, oh, also because you spoke on the Bulls, I would also like to say, like I said last time, everything is Kobe White's fault. But also a little uh, information. <laughs> well, also a little information came through the grapevine that John is a UNC fan as well, and I just would like yeah. to let y'all know that um, no. one of our friends is from Alabama. He is on this podcast. His name is Denzel Jackson. He is Action Jackson. The A stands for Alabama. And uh, yeah, Jackson. I don't know if you know, but you beat your team beat UNC in four overtimes. And I tell you what. The boys had to go to bed because, man, that's the longest game I've ever seen in my life. Uh I was looking at the box score. I think somebody netted 48 minutes in a college game. Those are NBA numbers. That is literally NBA numbers in a college game. Listen, I'm just telling you like this. I'm going to say it like this. I'm sure he had a test in the morning that he was like, we got to end this. (laughs) Somebody got to quit. Listen. Listen, if I go to UNC and I'm balling like that, I got to assign the system. Somebody taking this quiz. You said what? If I ball, if I ball for four overtimes and I got an exam in the morning, somebody is taking this quiz for me. Oh, uh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean. No, I, somebody with that NIL money. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, listen, 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 listen. The NIL is to help support the athlete, not their extracurricular activities. Yeah, no. Extracurricular, that's education. Support me. I need these grades to support me, so I can still get this NIL. Okay, take this for hundred real quick. See, this is why. You want the God of War? Oh wow! Now that you're giving away the God of War PS5, that's that's bribing. That's something. I don't know. Somebody getting trouble for scalping. Okay. Well, look, uh, I would say if that's everybody's short list, we can swing into the next thing unless, John, you got something to say. Bruh, I do, because you brought it up. And that's the only reason why I don't even mention it. You were talking about John, and I had that literally. That I sent it in our, in our uh, group message. We ain't going to talk about uh, Tony Brothers calling Spencer D. 
Because, you know, obviously baseball is not fun until October. And if you really are committed to that life of watching baseball up until All-Star break, kudos to you. You'll catch me in October. Give me a wild card and don't let me play the Astros. I'm so tired of them. If you haven't heard in the tone of my voice, I'm a Yankees fan along with another gentleman in this room. And I tell you what, I tell you what, this offseason is going to drive me insane. Not only did the Astros decide, hey, you know what? We need more hitting. We need another contact hitter. We decide that we're not going to lose anyone from the roster, but we're going to bring more bats in. Let's bring in Abreu. Yeah. You know what? Three years of more championships sound great. Yeah. Fuck the Astros. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Hate them. Listen. Listen, I had a great turkey leg at Turkey Leg Hut. That's all I care about, Houston. (laughs) When it comes to the freaking Astros, yo, shout out Turkey Leg Hut. The shit was delicious. You, when you told me you can get a Hennessy soaked turkey leg and you got it (laughs) and we ate it, son, game changing. I want a Hennessy soaked everything now. But anyways, oh man, the fact that I got drunk off that shit is hilarious. Uh, hey, listen. Hey, that's a win-win. Hey, I'm just saying, it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. You get listen. You get your belly full, and you get a buzz. I mean, I don't see an issue there. But no, man. I just, I listen. My astro hate is long and drawn out, and I'm not gonna do that here. But yeah, if I could just go a couple years without, I don't know, playing the Astros in the playoffs, losing, 
I mean, we haven't even figured out what we're doing with Aaron Judge yet. And uh, last time I checked, that was our guy. That was the cornerstone. And look at us signing relief pitchers and freaking shortstops. So, yeah, you know, eventually when it comes down to it, I'm sure we're going to get something out of this judge uh, this judge deal. But until then, I'm going to hold off on buying my Derek Jeter jersey until we win the championship because, you know, I don't want to waste the money. And I also don't want to get an active player because if judge leaves, I'm losing my mind. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I have a and if he don't sign back, I'm gonna be pissed because jerseys are getting expensive. And quite frankly, I'm getting tired of buying these shoes. All right. So, um, Yankees Association, uh, as a person that grew up ten blocks away, please, for the love of God, pay that man. <laughs> pay that man his money. <laughs> please, please pay that man his money. Y'all played with him in the beginning. That's why he's playing with y'all now. I like being relevant. Look what happened. Look what happened to Robinson Cano, bro. Y'all played with him. He went to Seattle. They started doing wild stuff, all right? Don't nobody. It's too much free time in Seattle, all right? It rains all the damn time over there, all right? Hey, look. I just said you did. Let him go to L.A. Let him mess around and go to L.A. I'm going to lose my brain. Listen, with them not signing Cody Bellinger, just letting him walk for nothing and making room and having cap space, even though, like, MLB really don't have a cap space, but him? Oh, I will blow up. I, I think Aaron Judge is from like Kalamazoo. I don't care where he's from. I don't get. He can be from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I don't care if he is not in pinstripes next year. I'm gonna lose my mind. You remember that? You remember that episode of Dave Chappelle where uh, where Wyclef was too close to Dylon? He's like, "You're too close. You're too close, man." Yeah, that's about to be me. Just someone walk in the vicinity when that news break. Yeah, I'm swinging like. Uh... Like Trey did on Boys in the Hood, when he came through the door. There you go. I'm swinging. I'm getting a Soul Train award that night. Yeah, I'm losing Jeez, my mind. Being bad. We're going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> naps, bro. I know naps. <laughs> bro, I just, I think the biggest thing is, is the issue with all of this is to Troy's point. Hey, Yankees got a history of uh, shit in the bed, bro. Like, let's just keep being real, bro. They got a history of that. Lately. And B, okay. I just want to throw that out there. Lately. And also, he's oh, shit talking. Hey, so he's about to say something stupid. Nope. Throw it away. Nope. Y'all still, y'all still owe Chip or something. Y'all still owe Chip or something. All the reason y'all was trash. Bro, listen. Y'all got to get Chip or something. I will say this, bro. With us not being a, with us being stupid and not keeping Freddie Freeman, dog. It's either one or two things that's going to happen. Either one, uh, the, the Dodgers get uh, judge, and then, you know, at that point, it's like when Katie went to go to State Dog. Hey, it's going to be great to watch baseball, but why are we watching it at this point? Uh, but also, number two, hey, Bum. We, we need we need a hitter. We, Bum. Come to Atlanta, baby. That's all I'm saying. Come, come to the Braves. Come to the Braves. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm getting at. Hey, we'll pay you. We'll pay you. That's listen, listen, Aaron Judge will not be 
to will not succumb to the club that is known as Magic City. You will not brown Aaron Judge to Magic City. All right, Aaron Judge ain't gonna go to Magic City. All right, he don't even go to Strokes. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge is a wholesome man. He eats Jersey Mike's. He doesn't even know what a lemon pepper wet is. You heard that? Jersey Mike's. They don't even put a record on this song. Exactly. Exactly. Ain't no season. It's meat and bread. Right? Maybe a little bit of <laughs> and, that, and that stupid juice thing they do when they like, you want a Mike's word? Yeah. Throw the juice on it. No, no. Give me a regular sandwich, bro. Yeah, like, nah, man. He ain't going to have that. He going to have that. It's going to hurt. But, unfortunately... <laughs> The Yankees are the only team in New York that is screwing up because Degrom just went to the Rangers, right? Yeah. So the Mets turned to. Yeah, I was gonna say, if we talking about if we talking about baseball teams shitting the bed, the Mets, wow. Listen, yeah. you ride this crazy wave all the way until the end and be like, oh shoot, wait, we the Mets, and, sorry. And David Wright, David Wright ain't getting no younger. <laughs> David Wright, David Wright about to call it a career. So I don't know who they're gonna bring in. I know I heard that uh, Verlander, they're trying to get Verlander, which I, I forgot how old he is because I feel like Verlander then went from, what, Detroit to Houston? I don't know. He, won, he just won another Cy Young, so whatever. That's what I'm saying. But he he was like kind of like on the spree. He on the spree. Like wherever he go, he kind of make a make move. Like he make it happen. But I'm like, I don't know how many. Like, he ain't Randy Johnson now. Man. He, he ain't making a move like that. So I don't know how long that's going to last, but. Unfortunately, both both of the, the Mets, like, I would never cheer for the Mets because of, uh, you know, political reasons. I'm never cheering for the Mets. Like, never. You will never catch me in the Mets. Either. I don't you know. It, my skin will burn. It's, it's, it's worse than wearing a dress. <laughs> so what you're telling me is if you got free tickets to a Mets game, you're not going? It's terribly. I've actually been to the Mets game. Oh. I've been to the Yankees game and a Mets game. Okay. Um, was it by choice? Nah, it wasn't about. Nah, it was when I was younger. You, when you in the city, they give out you know tickets to the schools and stuff. So we went to the Mets game. I didn't enjoy it. You know, it was in Queens. Now you know, shout out to Queens. But Queens is very far from the Bronx, so I didn't enjoy it. And uh, I grew up in Yankee so you know, Mariano Rivera, all of them, Bernie Williams, all of them. They want the same. It was Dallas Strawberry. Dallas Strawberry was on it. Drugs, okay? So I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry is on that shit. I, I'm pretty sure he's going way better than right now. But at that time, the Daily News and the New York Times eating his ass up. Oh, yeah, no, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. Well, listen, man, look, count your blessings because while you were getting Yankees and Mets tickets, we were getting Redbirds tickets at AutoZone Park. Come out and cheer for your Memphis Redbirds as they take on whoever the heck is playing in Memphis. I, listen, I don't know how many seven-inning stretches. We were just like, no, nah, no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. But, yeah, yeah. But, no, man, I mean, that's all I got about baseball. I didn't really didn't really want to get too long, long-winded there. Again, pay that man now. Pay that man. Request denied. Not buying another jersey. Not buying Not another buying one. Another I, listen, if I'm 99 and I had, if I had to wait until I'm 99 to get my Derek Jeter jersey, I'm going to be tight. That's all I'm saying. I'll be tight. I think the last time they won the championship, I graduated high school. Right? It's time for nothing. I got kids, bro. My son about to be in high school. Yeah, he's got to know. He's got to know what this feels like. Yo, if my hey, yo, actually, I'm glad you said that because if my son decides to be a Yankee fan and like not a Cardinal fan and decides to be a Yankee fan and not a Cardinal fan and decides to be a Yankee fan and not a Cardinal <laughs> fan, this is 
if if anybody's listening, this is for my wife. She's a Cardinals fan, so this is why I'm doing this because I'm trying. What subliminal messaging? Subliminal messaging. He can't understand now, but he wants to be a Yankee fan, not a Cardinal fan. A Yankee fan. Yankees. Yankees. All right. But anyways, yeah. If uh, if he decides that he wants to be a Yankees fan in his lifetime, I just want him to see one. Like. I the perk of being a parent I realize now is that you can do all the fun stuff with your kid. So if he's like, "Hey, Dad, the Yankees are playing close by. Let's go to Philly. Let's go to DC." Or if he's just like, "Dad, I want to go see Yankee Stadium. We packing the car up now and we gone. Bam! That's about to be a road trip. Not like the first one because he'll be older. Won't be no poop." <laughs> No blowouts. No, no, blowouts. no poop on this trip, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you on that because, like, uh, my oldest, he's an Eagles fan, so we naturally have that kiss um, today. Uh, love him still. You know, I got to feed him. I love him. But my youngest, he actually said Jets. When we were like, who's your team? He's like, Jets. And I was like, well, you're, you're done. You're in for life now. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you're in for life. Now, I'm just trying to figure out what jersey. Like, I wasn't buying a Zach Wilson jersey. I wasn't. So I was like, ah, we can get the soft guard. We can get, get you a little soft guard. You know, you know, it's not a onesie because we don't do the button no more. But you get you a little 3T. You know, get you a little something to look back on. I'm like, you, it's small. You know what I mean? Like, so I was going to say, well, that's good that he's not a Bills fan because at least he don't have to go through a table because I feel like that's like initiation for a Bills fan. Like, you just have yeah, to go nah, through the I'm table. Oh, wow, bro. It's fun up there. Don't get me wrong. Buffalo is definitely a fun city. Uh, we get we get into a story about that at a later time. Um, <laughs> that's a yeah, that was a wild time. That was a nothing big. That was waiting for you. Jeff Hill, Jeff Hill, Hill. Hey, that'll be a New Orleans trip story right now, there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was definitely a fun fun city. But yeah, they definitely they die hard. They got a strong bandage. So I got them doing good now. Like they 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 go hard for them. Well, interesting enough that you said that Terrence was an Eagles fan. Shout out to him. Uh, we played the they well, we played the Eagles today. And listen, listen. When I tell you again, I don't do a lot of football. We know this. <laughs> I just happened to check in to see what was happening because again, y'all told me, hey, the Eagles, they're ten and one. They looking good this yeah. year. We need to see what's up. So you know, I was like, you know what? Let me do my due diligence. Let me see what's up. I was like, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry is on a down year. Let me see what these fools going to do. When I tell you, I watched that game and was like, I could have baked a cake. I could have run some errands. I could have watched the entire house instead of watching that game. Dog, I was so disappointed. But then again, I was like, they're really good. Like, I don't know what they are feeding Jalen Hurts, but boy. He is cooking. And listen. Listen, between him, between him, AJ Brown, and uh, freaking Smith, I was like, Mm. oh, so they're just doing a thing. This is like an Alabama thing that they got going out here. Oh, don't forget my Sanders now. That boy going crazy too. Hey, yo, listen. I want to, I don't have, I don't have a good structure on what he was doing only because the running game was actually garbage. Like, both defenses did great. Pause. Both rushing defenses did great. Like, they held, excuse me, they held uh, Sanders to 24. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Derrick Henry ran for like 60 
Maybe. Not even. I can't remember. But the crazy part about that entire thing was is that Jalen Hurts, when I tell you this man went off-off, he went off-off. My guy threw 29 for 39, 380 yards with three TDs, no interceptions. And guess what? Guess who was on the receiving end for 119 of those yards? I'll tell you. His last name is a color. Brown. Used to play for Tennessee. We let him walk for a pack of Cracker Jack. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? <laughs> Disgusting. I hated every second of it. If I if I could take it back, throw it away, and restart it, I'd be a, I'd be a Falcons. I'd be a Falcons fan. I'd because re- at least then I'd know that guess what? The big hand of the law is gonna push me in the face. I'm talking about the <laughs> stiff arm. If y'all didn't see the stiff arm, you gotta watch Why the stiff gotta- arm. You gotta watch <laughs> it. <laughs> Boy, listen, dog. He pushed Earth. He pushed him into the Earth. I was like, okay. Obviously, everybody knows about the Derrick Henry stiff arm. I hold that near and dear. I'm like, hey, that's how I got introduced to him. Let's go. Um, yeah, that man, Nigel Harris, that's a grown man. That is a grown man. That's a big boy. That's a grown man. John, I see, I see you. I see you shaking your head in disappointment. I apologize for bringing that up. Psych, no, I don't. Oh, what do you, you got to say? Shut up. No, no, hell yeah, no. talking about you guys being five and eight it's actually nuts because again just in doing a little bit of uh doing a little bit of research i actually was surprised because i don't know what the afc east is doing i mean again i know that's uh i know that's the jets territory but them the afc east as well as the uh nfc east those are the only two conferences that are everybody's above 500 which is kind of nuts like legitimately now granted now, granted, the Jets and the Commanders found out found a way to tie, which I I mean I don't know how you do that. Like, which was wild. well, I mean I do know how I do know how you do it, but it's the Giants, the Giants, and the Commanders. Yeah, that's what I said. The Giants. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I listen. All you New York teams look alike, but no, the Giants and the Commanders, man. Just lost. Just lost. Hey, but no, it's just it was interesting to see because of course you know. I assumed that Philly was just running away with it at 10 and 1, but it was actually, again, it was surprising to see that the whole conference is up. Whereas all other conferences, and I would, by that, I mean our conference, uh, I think we got literally two teams, maybe one. Uh, Houston and Jacksonville, I don't think they remember how to play football, like at all. Um, and, and, you know, with us, we're sitting at 7 and 5, so I'm assuming. I don't really know how the conference works, but you know, us sitting at seven and five. I know Indy, uh, depending on tonight, how, if they win or lose, they'll either be four and eight or uh, five and seven. But I don't know if it's uh, if you t- you know top out on your conference or whatever. But I'm okay with those standings of that you know that nets us a uh, playoff game. Outside of a wild card, I hate football wild cards. I hate I hate how the whole thing is structured because, like you said, you'll have teams that. 
you have divisions that are actually winning. So out of the four teams, one of those, like, one of the four has to go to the wild card automatically. I feel like it should, they need to change that because you have situations like this when, like, the NFC East, all teams are above 500. Then you got, you know, John's Conference with, like, the NFC South, and they like, you know, they shouldn't. If you look at the record, they shouldn't be in the playoffs, but, you know, somebody's going to make the playoffs on that conference because they have to have representation from each. So at least they're going to make at least a wild card for but then that means somebody who actually has a winning record has to go home, which I think they need to fix that. Like, because it happens so many times. Like, I think what the Bengals used to have, that used to happen to the Bengals a lot when they in their conference. Um, that was a deep conference, bro. Huh? That was a deep conference. That was a deep yeah, conference. But you got to keep in mind, bro. Like, in that conference, you had the Steelers, who yeah. uh, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. You, had, you have the, the Ravens. And then yep. you had the Browns, uh, and then like I said, like you said, it had the Bengals. That's a tough conference, bro. That that really is. It really is. But I but guess that's what the same. That, yeah, but that's the same scenario. That's what I'm saying. Like that's all I'm mentioning because it's the same scenario. It just hasn't happened in a few years. Like yeah, you had the you had the Roethlisberger run with um with uh, him and Tomlin when they was like dominating that conference. Then you had Cincinnati with Ocho Cinco was still there across the home and all them boys. And then you had. Even we can take back to the Ray Lewis days, like Ray Lewis and um, you know the McAllister, Terrell Suggs, and all of them. They was running around. Hey man, don't forget Ed Reed. Yeah, Ed Reed, boy, greatest you have ever seen. But you had those good teams in those conferences. But you had Cleveland. But you already knew Cleveland was knocked off. But you had somebody had to go. So like, if they like nine and six, and then it's a team that's like six and eight. They automatically in because of their. They might be the best team in their in their division, so they need to make the they make the wild card. But the team that actually had the better record gets sent home. So I think they need to revise that because we have that situation again. You have uh, what the NFC West. They're not doing so hot either. I think what San Francisco got that, and then who else? Yeah. And then you got well, you got bro, Well, here's the thing. So to so kind of to 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 your point. And I, and I wanna and I wanna ask this question as well. Uh, you you mentioned the NFC West. You got San yeah. Fran at eight and four. You got Seattle, bro. Let's put some respect on Seattle, dog. Yeah, no, Gino, 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 Smith. Let's put that. Let's put some respect on that man, Gino bro. Seven and five. Mm-hmm. Seattle is seven and five, bro. Seattle is seven and seven five. And five yeah. Who thought that? Who thought going into this season that Seattle would be 75? Because I damn sure didn't, bro. Pete Taylor. Not at all. Not at all. And then you got the Cardinals at uh, at 4-8. And and the the biggest shock about this conference is the Rams. The Rams are at 3-9, bro. At 3-9. So so when you look at – when I look at that conference, Seattle's the biggest – Seattle's the biggest surprise and the Rams the biggest surprise. But, like – just going based off the NFC, and I am being NFC biased because my team is the NFC. Like I, I know you got Philly at eleven and one, but I, I also look at Minnesota at ten and two, bro. I look at Minnesota at ten and two. I look at San Fran at eight and four, bro. With the addition of Christian McCaffrey, that offense is starting to tick. And look, I know y'all gonna hate it, but are we really gonna count out Tom Brady? In the playoffs? Yes. Are we going to do that? Because I ain't. No. Absolutely. I, 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 go ahead. 
ain't gonna count him out, bro. Not not in the playoffs. Because here's the thing. The Bucks, no matter how how their record ends, bro, they're gonna come out of our division. The Buccaneers are gonna come out of our division. And with Brady in the playoffs, who knows what can happen? That's just how I feel about Tom Brady in the playoffs. So I mean, that's the NFC, that's kind of the NFC in a nutshell. And I know a lot of people hyped up about these Cowboys too, because the Cowboys are currently uh, the Cowboys are currently sitting at eight and three. But I can see a scenario about to be nine. About to, yeah, because they about to they about to uh, close out the uh, the coast tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. So I can see a scenario where the NFC the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Washington. You can just go ahead and rename the AFC West, Kansas City, Missouri. I, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> like, just go ahead and wrap that up. Like, the, same, the, the unfortunate part about the AFC West is they're garbage down the board, and that's just how that's going to be. Yeah. Like, you have, yeah. like, and yeah. I, and I'm not even talking about in the Mahomes era. Like, even, even now, well, not now, but like a little, like in the Alex Smith era, it's like, hey, dog. We were we were running, so it's I don't know. Like I said, I yeah, I'll give you your point of whatever you're trying to make, but I just want to say, yeah, sure, Denver was doing a thing, but this is the now, not the past. Don't live in the John Elway era where you guys are winning Super Bowls. Live in the now where y'all decided to, you know, uh, freaking sign Russell Westbrook or not Russell Russell, but Russell Wilson, and you know, uh, suck. <laughs> bro, no, let me let me say this, bro. I, I, Here's the thing, okay? If you look at that AFC West, bro, it's so much talent in those in those teams, bro. In those four teams, it's just so much talent. And for the only team for us to really be feeling like it's relevant is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's so upsetting, bro. Like if I'm Devontae Adams, I'm looking at Derek Carr like, fam, why why am I here? But you, but what you know am I here? But you know why. The same way that Aaron, you said um, Devontae Adams is looking at Derek Carr, the rest of the Green Bay Packers is looking at Aaron Rodgers like that. Like, bro, you really wanted that bag that much? Look at how we are right now. Because if you would have not, had he not went after the bag so much, like he could have got paid, right? He still could have got paid. You didn't leave any money for the nigga Devontae. His so name is Patrick Mahomes. Huh? Oh, I was just letting you guys know. His name is Patrick Mahomes. Y'all can speculate oh, yeah, and no. do all of the things. Oh, oh, Bro, we not about to do that. Yo, we can listen. Uh, that's the we're gonna go down right now. We can. We can go down that dark Patrick Mahomes. I've been trying to wait before I got on my Patrick Mahomes box. But we can go down that dark road if you want to. 
Hey, look. Real quick, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen. No, I just want to let you know, I'm not a crusty crab. I'm Patrick. <laughs> Click. So we go ahead and cut all that. But yeah, hey, before, before, because I actually, I don't even want to dive into Kansas City quarterback. I want to dive into Mr. Uh, one each Deshaun Watson, because of course he made his comeback, bro. And listen, we talked about it before, and I agree with you. It, I mean, how many days did you say? 700? 700. 700. Man, they play football in 700 days. Listen. It looked like it, too. Hey, listen. I only know, I only know three things. I know three things. Mainly two that 700 go good with. A credit score and the 700 club that used to be coming on at 4 o'clock in the morning when you couldn't go to sleep on ABC Family. Then the only two 700s oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Only two 700s I know that, that are a good thing. Maybe sobriety if you you know you need that in your life. But 700 days of not throwing a football is wild. Nuts. It's nuts, bro. It's nuts. Bro, have you looked, have you, have you seen his, uh, his box score, bro? Nah, how bad is it? Bro, it's, it's, it's dog, bro. His QBR rating today was 28, bro. <laughs> he had a QBR rating. Hey, hey, but how, how do you feel about that, John? Because you know, y'all almost had him. How do you feel about that? And I'm going to give you my honest opinion. It's the same thing I told you guys before. I think we're going to see the Deshaun Watson of old. I just think man's ain't threw a football in 700 days. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think it is rust, bro. We're not going to take this one sample size and like, okay, Deshaun Watson washed up. No, I'm not doing that, fam. We can, we can, we can rag on him all we want. Brown still caught the dub today. They still beat the Texans in, 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 in a fantastic fashion. Big shout out to the Browns defense. Big shout out to the Browns defense. We'll do that. But Deshaun Watson, I think honestly, these last few games that he's playing, it's not for this season. It's for next season. They're like, bro, let's go ahead and knock this rust off. That way, next year we can slaughter. I, I, I. So to answer your question, bro. I was I was an advocate of it then. I still think that I would have wanted Deshaun Watson in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. I know I'm probably going to get backlash for saying that. I don't care, but I I wanted Deshaun Watson in an Atlanta Falcons jersey, bro. Well, I wasn't saying pay him what pay him what what the Browns paid him. Not saying that, but I, I, I you're asking me Marcus Mariota or Deshaun Watson? Hmm. Let me decide. I'm looking at Mariota today, bro. I'm looking at man. I'm not trying to get him. Bro, I'm looking at Mariota. Got Drake London. Bro, we are literally bagged up into uh into our end zone, bro. And I'm looking at him. Got Drake London. Six five, bro. Stride now. You gonna throw the ball short in a session to end the game? Come on, man. Nah, like look at look at what y'all doing to Kyle Pitts, man. Look at what y'all doing to Kyle Pitts. Pitts got Pitts got hurt. Pitts got hurt. Pitts got hurt. Even before, even before then, even before then, we turned a fantastic tight end into a blocking tight end, which was stupid. And, And we do have to credit that the target from Marcus Mariota. 
that's what we got. He's capable of doing that. He's capable of doing that. But y'all got that that old Oregon duck that, that you know, <laughs> he ain't got it like he used to. So slow and steady, you know, eight mile passes, well, eight yard passes is gonna win me the game unless I throw it to the other team. Like that's I always what I said, bro. Like that's what I'm saying, bro. Like you asking me the choice point. You say, hey man, what? How you feel about having this? I wanted to show him why. I Drafted high just because of 
because of where he is, where school he went to. So if he can fall, if Atlanta can get him, oh yeah, bro, I, I, we 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 I, we got a conversation there, bro. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But I don't think that the school, um, the the size of the school in like the conference is a factor anymore because we had quarterbacks come out of the FCS schools. Like you had, uh, what's the name? The boy that was on Philly. Um, what's he on? He on the Commanders now. He's a backup now because he lost to Taylor Heineken. Uh, Carson, Carson Wentz. He yeah, went to North Dakota State. We had another one that went to um, Trey, Trey Lance. Went to one of the yeah. FCS schools. So I don't think the, the, the conferences make a factor anymore because everybody got used to Everybody got – it's not like it used to be. So like the like smaller school. Definitely. Yeah, everybody got a highlight tape. So I think that the, the school size doesn't play a factor no more. I think what's going to help them is the fact that they – they're in the playoffs, so yeah. they got more. They got more tape now, so I think that that helps, you know. Um, and I think everybody's looking for a quarterback right now. Like you know, Atlanta's looking for a quarterback. Green Bay gonna look for a quarterback, and I'll I'll, I'll put some money on that. Green Bay gonna look for a quarterback. I don't, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna stay. Um, Denver might be in the hunt for a quarterback. So, so lot, well, I just want, before we wrap this one up and go into the next one, uh, I just want to know, uh, do you have faith in Atlanta, uh, you know, kind of honing in and, uh, what do you call it, making making a young quarterback work, I guess, I won't say worthy, but worth the pick? I only asked that because y'all had Matty Ice for 12,000 years, so, you know. <laughs> mentioned TCU's quarterback because boy it's about that time college football playoffs here we go but we'll be back with a little more hoopla in a second peace because I was just watching the Cowboys and Indy game and I wasn't really worried about what they were talking about. Um, this is this game is sad to watch at this point. Like, Indy, it was it was good until he threw that interception. After that one interception, 
it was like, okay, they, Dallas got that touchdown, right? Cool. Andy got the ball back. Cool. Let's see what they got. Another interception for a pick six. Oh, uh, okay. So, so okay, they, okay, cool, cool. We're going to let that happen. They're going to come back, right? Andy's coming back. We're going to see what they – another interception for another pick six. Wait a minute. Andy. Is Dallas up or is Indy up? Dallas is up. Dallas is, Dallas is very much up. Dallas is destroying Indy with this defense right now. <laughs> What's the count? Dallas is 1947. 1947. Ain't that? Ain't that? Isn't 1947 when the Constitution was signed? Because right now, Dallas is spanking. Yo, this is what. So you said 1947, Dallas is up? Yes. Hey, listen. I'm just going to say this. Remember when he said Dallas was 8 and 3 and I said it's about to be 9? This is what I meant. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. I'm glad. I'm okay with this. You know why? Because that's just one more loss that Indy has to take, and they're second in our conference right now. So, let's go. We're going to the playoffs. Oh, they definitely now. <laughs> yeah, they definitely, they definitely looking like an uh, uneven fraction right now. It's, it's, it's ugly. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this. Ryan is not the answer. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Listen, let Natty Ice live, bro. He did his thing in Atlanta. He couldn't pull it off, so y'all let him go. So let him let him live in in Indy. Let's look back though. Let's look back. All right, because we mentioned uh, we mentioned Indianapolis a while ago, right? Like early on. Let's go down that quarterback list. That thing is long since uh, Andrew Luck left, man. They had Carson Wentz. They had Jacoby Brisket. Well, Brisket, I call him Brisket. I don't know if not for that. Brisket. Brisket. Not the K. Take the K out of the guy. Yo, that's wild. But now they got Matt Ryan. So they just like old ass quarterbacks, is what you're saying. Listen, 
I I PTSD all of that out of my life. I don't even remember. I can't even go on airplanes and see the man marshalling without being like, oh, flashback at home. Probably like window seat because of that. Yeah, no facts, bro. Especially, look, especially if we taking a flight in the cold, because you know we only really travel on the holidays. Boy, when that Thanksgiving flight to St. Louis hit, and I see that man out there, uh, uh, I'm freezing. I'm like, oh, I feel for you, brother. Got you, got you on that one. But now, nah, um, but no, I was gonna say, I know we were just talking about TCU's quarterback and you know the possibility or the hope of him going into Atlanta. And of course, as we talk about Atlanta, uh, the capital of one each Georgia, and yeah, um, as we had said before, SEC fans across the board, and unfortunately, some of us are in and some of us are not. I would just like to say, okay, anyway, 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 I would just like to say it was actually kind of fun to watch the table unfold. I, as we were talking, I was like, listen, I just need Georgia to drop off. I just need Michigan to drop off. TCU, you did your job. USC, you did your job. As a seventh rank, we needed three of y'all to fall so we can slide in the fourth spot. And guess what? Didn't happen. But the beauty of it all is guess who else didn't go? The roll, the tide. I'm so glad that they didn't make it in. But... As as we said, or as you said, all last episode, put some respect on your name. So that being said, I'm going to give it to y'all, the SEC champions of the SEC and maybe even potential national champions, or at least playing for one, stupid Georgia Bulldogs. All right, taking it over. Y'all got it. So you just look like you just slid that stupid in there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like you ain't gonna, you, you, they stupid because they beat your balls. But whatever. You know, hey, you know, we gonna we gonna let that. Hey, 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 man, it's okay. It's it's hard uh, to judge uh, when you uh, on the outside hey, no looking in. Uh, hey, that's no what uh, Alabama's doing. Alabama's yep. on the outside looking in, and in the that's what. In the Honda Civic, and that's what uh, Tennessee's doing. Oh, we're ranked number one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Throw your Tennessee hate out of there. I told y'all before this even started, we're just happy to be there. So don't even. Alabama is on the table, and on top of that, Nick Saban had a whole press conference on why he should be there. Did you see Josh Hubel doing that? No. He was just like, that's cool. we glad to be here. So don't don't come to me. Talk to Alabama. To me, that's solidified them not going because yeah, see, that's the salt, salt was like right there, and I'm like, if I'm on that panel that's making that decision, I'm like, bro, something crazy. Now you gotta sit and crib, Trimmy Green, Man, you gotta sit and crib. Uh, um, but, uh, well, you got a bed to get there, you know, you're not supposed to be there, like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, yo, it was kind of wild to see Nick Saban begging to like plead his case just to be like, hey man, you know, our strength of schedule, it was one of the toughest. We played 10 games at seven of those games were ranked teams. Yeah, no, that's cool, bro. But, like, y'all lost three of them to ranked teams. So, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. I'm an Alabama fan, bro. They was gross. Just for reference, just for reference, right? Because he's talking about strength of schedule, right? What was our first game, John? Bro, we played Oregon out the gate. And what we did to Oregon, bro? Just just put people in the back. 
Uh, uh, Would you happen to say that was a uh, cooked duck? I want to say jump. I want to say jump. It's more like assault with weapons, maybe. Like, but all deadly weapons. More than one individual that's called being jumped. But no, I mean, man. technically, I'm from two different teams, so you know. Yeah, I don't know. Jumping as individually. I mean, hey, get out the conference. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, but no, here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. I would say this to Jackson, bro. Here, here's the thing, and, and I'm gonna get to the boss, to the ball here shortly too. Uh, which the, actually, I'm gonna go to them first because it's real short and simple. Congratulations, you guys are relevant. Like it, that's wow. all I'm asking for, bro. And, and, listen, and, that's and, all and, I want. And then, and then it's your, your work. Listen, hey, listen. Before you get into what you're saying, I'm just saying this. Three points for me. We had a winning season that was more than six games. Okay. Number two, we're playing past New Year's. Can you believe it? Because it's been a hot minute since we have. And number three, number three, knock on wood, Josh has made it his first two years without a scandal. I'm just throwing that out there. Again, knock on wood, because it's probably going to come out the woodworks. But right now, yes, I'm taking relevance. I'm taking New Year's games, and I'm taking no issues with our coaching staff or players. You can go there. <laughs> hey, just for a quick question. Quick question. The salt. Said, yeah, no, no, that's no salt's question because I, I want to be accurate. Did you have to have Lane Kiffin as our coach? Why are you like this? Why are you why are you like this? Why why do you do this? Why do you, why do, you do things like this? <laughs> like literally no salt? That's a yes. So, so I'm saying like I, this is this is a good shout out because I'm like okay good y'all did good this year like you said congrats y'all relevant what again do? I don't think y'all been relevant since Peyton Manning left which was like am I watching Georgia right now okay uh, we're talking about relevance yes we were relevant in 2016 but it was like again because Bro, it's we were relevant to Vol fans because we had a winning season we won eight games shout out to Josh Dobbs even though he just I'm got not, fired I'm not talking about Vol fans I'm talking about all fans. Hey, listen. Oh, wow. That was good. That was good. I like it. This game went from NFL to NCAA. This looked like, no, like, this game looked like when you unplug your little brother's controller <laughs> and you just run it up. This went from NFL to NCAA Georgia. It ain't real from the civil rights. <laughs> the score that the went from the civil rights era to the Jim Crow era real fast. Yeah. Y'all. Hey, man, let's, uh, uh, let's, let's not do that. 1953. Not in 1954, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of that, I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys just brought that up. Uh, I love. I, I just love how things work. Uh, you did say it was 19 uh, to 54. Uh, speaking of the 50, uh, Georgia put a 50 piece on LSU's head. I just want to talk about that real quick. Uh, that was a whole five, a whole uh, 50 piece big nugget we put on LSU's head. Um, that, to, to, to Troy's point. Uh, he's 
my biggest fear, Ohio State at number, number four. four. Yep. At number four. Uh, it's going to look like it's going to come down to Georgia and Ohio State uh, and then um, TCU and Michigan. Uh, if we are making predictions, I don't know if we're doing that, but I'm going to go ahead and say mine. I got Georgia over Ohio State in a nail fighter. And uh, I think Michigan is going to beat TCU uh, real convincingly. Uh, now, with that also being said, I think that was set up for a national championship uh, for another Georgia and Michigan uh, national championship. And just to recap from the, the last time, I think Georgia beat uh, Michigan some 34 to 11. Uh, so I, I, I can see Georgia making their way to another championship. Uh, not only just a national championship, but we are now SEC champions as we should have been last year. Uh, we, but we just chose to play uh, down to Nick Saban's level. Uh, but this year we're playing Georgia football. Yes, Jackson, that is all salt, all shots at Alabama. Um, I mentioned before that I think there is a new regime in the SEC, and it is Georgia. Uh, uh, hey, thank you, Alabama, for Kirby Smart. Uh, that's that's what I have to say. That is what I am thankful for. Thank you, Alabama. You ain't to give them to you. Hey, listen. I appreciate it because I'm trying to tell you every time. Every time I look at Georgia's defense, I see Alabama, and I love it because it ain't Alabama; it's Georgia, and it's beautiful, and it's what I like. Because guess what? When I look at Alabama now, I'm like, ah, you guys don't have any defense. Ah, ah, like that's that's kind of where I'm at with it now, bro. Um, and and so I, I love every bit of it. Um. I think uh, I think that Nick Saban can't beg and plead his way anymore. I think you got to switch it up that. now, man. He really shouldn't have did that. Well, I mean, he did it. He, he did it. Though we we all are aware that he did. It, it He's happened. He's definitely not supposed to. <laughs> it happened. That, uh, that that move made me a little mad. Like at least go down with some grace, dog. Get off your knees. But do you understand why? I think for me, it's a thing of... Now, it's the same thing I think I said about... Now, I, I guess it's a little bit different because Tom Brady actually wants to play his way into the playoffs, and Nick is trying to bend his way. I do think... I will be honest, just be quite honest with you. I would have been fearful if Alabama was at number four in, in, in that. Uh, because it is Nick Yeah, yeah I, because it is Nick I would have been fearful. And then I would have came back down to earth. Yeah, I mean, I do think we still would have had Alabama nail. Like um, I said, you would have heard me for a minute, and then I would have came back down to earth. <laughs> I, I would have been, I would have been fearful, bro. I, it would have been, it would have been a damn good game. Let me just put it that way. It would have been oh, a damn yeah. Good game. oh yeah, it would have been a good for game. Like the first game. quarter and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been the first full half. Yeah, yeah, second it half. It would have been the first full half. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, uh, okay, well. Because Alabama's are, still so. playing like Alabama this year. Granted, we we still got what was it ten ten doves? We took those two L's. <laughs> My uh uh uh, uh Quan, yeah. get, you, get you some of that Georgia love, man. Go ahead, bro. Can I tap in real quick, please? Go ahead. Okay, because again, I just like being relevant, and I just want to say, um, <clears throat> if 
you guys would have just announced that y'all were getting rid of Kirby Smart in 2016, we could have definitely put Butch Jones away. <laughs> and also, I know we were talking about this the other day, and I just want to say... Actually, no, not even the other day, because I can just literally bring it back to what we were just saying about relevance. Um, I would just like to tell you who was on our roster in oh 2016. God. Okay, you ready for this? We had one each, Alvin Kamara. Okay, we had one each. Joshua Dobbs, he was a senior that year, and Garen Tatanatanamo was under him. It was weird. Bush started Garen Tatanatanamo, and he was garbage. So Josh Dobbs, you know, closed the season. And which actually worked out because we won the Music City Bowl against Nebraska. I remember that because I was like, we finally won a bowl game. We actually finally went to a bowl game. Great. But I also just would like to say that was the year that uh, Jawan Jennings left as well as uh, that one tight end that me and you are always talking about, but they end up turning into a running back for you guys. Uh, what's his What's his name again? What's, what's that guy's name? He was a tight end. He was a tight end and he was a running back. Talking to you. Talking to you, John. Tight end that, that's viewed as a running back. Yeah. I know you're talking about, bro. So uh, the only he's, guy that comes to mind. That, he's your running Quiddell. back now in Atlanta. Oh, Cordell Patterson. Yes, yeah, that guy. Oh, it, 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 always, it always took my mind that they had him registered as a tight end. Yes, yeah. That was his junior year in 2016. And, yeah, that was the last time we were relevant, you know, on a, on a quote-unquote national scale. You know, we... Finished the season ranked 22nd, so that was cool, I guess. But whatever. I just wanted to throw it out there. Now, it was a good roster. It was a, it was the best roster I'd seen since actually sitting down and really watching Vols football. So it's while like... We're talking, while we're talking Vols football, I, I got a question, and I did it for the whole panel. Uh, Hooker, Tennessee's quarterback. He is, he is injured. He is currently injured. Uh, but I will say... Man, man, did a dance this season, bro. He, he, he's solid. Keep him in the Heisman race. Is he NFL ready? Is my question. Um, I will say yes. I'm saying yes because as a fifth year senior, um, one we lucked out and got him. I think from Cal. I think he was a transfer from Cal. Um, I know he I, like I know he transferred from California, but I think he was a Cal transfer. But I can't remember. Um, but no, yeah, I yes, absolutely. I think he's ready to show and prove. Um, it's interesting enough because normally I don't do comparisons, especially for college like quarterbacks and stuff like that. But um, I will say he very much so reminded me of last year Malik Willis uh, at Liberty University, where it's like, hey, listen, man, we're gonna run and gun this thing. I, you know, because of course we we talk about it all the time. You you get your quarterback that's mobile, and you're like, oh, he's a run first quarterback, and then you know pass second. But with him, like I said, the comparison to Malik Willis was, hey, this dude's got an arm. He is bombing that thing, and you know, of course, I like the fact that he has the wherewithal to be like, hey, my internal clock is at five. I'm out, and he's got the legs to do it. Like I again. This year has been one of the most beautiful years because I just like the fact that we had a mobile quarterback. And the last one we had was Josh Dobbs, and he was slow. Like, he, he could get out the pocket, but he wasn't breaking 50. He wasn't breaking 20. He wasn't even breaking five yarders. You'll get a five, and you'll be lucky to get a first down out of him. But, yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm very much so excited, and I hope that, you know, he comes off this ACL better, uh, better suited 
and that that didn't drop his draft stock because yeah, like you said, man's put up the numbers. If honestly, if it wasn't for him, I not that I don't trust Milton because you know he's a Michigan transfer and uh like like I said, his first game against South Carolina, uh, he came in in the third after the injury and you know he just kind of dealt with what he had to do, but. He showed improvement against Vanderbilt, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to, cause I don't want to discredit him because he put up numbers against Vandy, but again, it's Vandy. So, you know, it's until he is slotted into that starting position, I I think that's when he'll get his real test. And I'm excited to see what he brings to us next year, but I also want to know what our running game is because I want to say small is a senior this year. So um, we have a good, we have a couple good backups and, uh, I don't think we lose Wyatt this year. I think Wyatt is senior next year, so we still have our receiving threat. But uh, not to get – I mean, again, this is you guys' celebration, so I, I'm not going to get too much into ball football. But, yeah, uh, to answer your question, long, long, short way is yes. I, I think he absolutely deserves to get drafted. Uh, at least keep him in, in the top ten in the Heisman race. And hopefully, like I said, he comes off of this ACL uh, tear and, you know, he gets – he gets placed somewhere they'll treat him well. You know what I mean? Like I hope he's not just a, a churning burn in the NFL because I'd hate to see that. Go ahead, bro. I agree with you. Uh, I think he is a good fit for a team. What team is that? Not sure yet, but I think he will be one of the quarterbacks that they talk about getting early, if not the late first round, second round. It really depends on how they, uh, you know, value these other positions. That's a you know, high up, like, you know, running backs and uh, a bunch of the defensive players. Like, I know a lot of our defensive players are going up. Like, you know, that's the trend that's been going on. Uh, we bring them in, we get them right, and they, they pick them, like, the first round they always go on. So, uh, it really depends on how they, like, prioritize the position needs. But I, I don't see him going past the third round, honestly. Um, I think he's up, like, we talked about C.J. Stroud and then, uh, the quarterback from TCU, I think he's right in that conversation. Like, unfortunately, he had the injury, so that might knock him down a little bit. But I don't think that's knocking him out of the, the conversation altogether. Um, I think that uh, he was he, not drafted high. Yeah, so he had to knock him down yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that he put on more of a show than Tua did, um, yeah. especially with him being like uh, in that in the system that he was in. I think uh, exactly. It, it, it showed more of a talent aspect than a a, a system fit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, especially, like, with quarterbacks for Alabama, that was the, the stereotype. Like, they had good position, like, skill positions, but the quarterbacks, they won't do nothing in the NFL. So they never really went high. So I think that, I think that the fact that he showed out the way he did in a system that you wouldn't expect did him justice, just like the TCU kid did. But, um, yeah, I don't think he, I think he's gonna go somewhere. I think hopefully he is like uh, back healthy. Hopefully that the injury that they're taking away in the mobility, you know, the ACL, to, those are iffy. So I think if he heals right, recovers good, I think he don't lose anything, and I think that just helps him more than hurts him. And um, I think he'll be okay. Uh, speaking on, you know, we talk about college football, Georgia. Um, like John said, Alabama, if Alabama would have got their way into that, that would have been the cause of concern. Um, not necessarily like for the same reason you said, John, with um, you know, the 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 team's aspect. I just know that if they wanted Alabama to be in that bad, 
it might swing in their favor, you know. Just how history has shown, um, I wouldn't have been comfortable with that. Uh, also agree with you as, as far as Ohio State being our biggest challenge. Um, not only the quarterback, but one of my favorite receivers, like my top two receiver, his son is a dog. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dog, bro. <laughs> that yeah, boy is a dog. He can't. He's not going up the draft this year. I think he got like maybe one or two years left before he's eligible. But they snatching that boy up the board. Like somebody's looking at him right now. Like he is a dog. So uh, you know, couple that with the quarterback they got and the other weapons they got on that offense. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm not really worried about uh, Michigan. Uh, whether Michigan or TCU come out of that, I'm not really worried about them because Michigan know what the business is with us. Um, I think the unknown would be TCU. But um, if that Big 12 game showed us anything, that they, they don't want no smoke. They, <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they don't want no smoke. Yeah. If, that's any, if we got anything from that game, like, okay, you know, people lose all the time. You know, else happens is the nature of the game. But if that showed us anything, like, they don't want to match up with us. Uh, so, yeah, it's funny you mention that just because um... – Watching that game, it was like, okay, watch seeing TCU try to close out Kansas State was not something that I wasn't expecting to be an issue, but at the same token, it was like you said, projecting to the playoffs, you're playing a couple of juggernauts, and that's that's not even including when USC was in. Cause of course, you know, USC will give you that West Coast spread offense and it's like, all right, whatever, that that might be an issue, but, you know, you take that as you do. But, yeah, when you you got Georgia, you got Michigan, um, just literally, hey, we're going to run you into the ground. And guess what? Our defense might just do the same. I, I didn't have hope for TCU. And like I said, just like you said, you know, watching them struggle against K-State was really telling in the sense that, okay, this team, great. For what they have accomplished, this is I I would consider this a pat on the back uh year. Like, hey, you guys did great. Congratulations. Um, I'm glad that they're still in the playoffs though, because to me, it's it literally gives them show and prove time now, you know? It's it's no longer, oh, you know, we're on the outside looking in. Oh, you know, we had we went undefeated this year and we didn't get our chance. And I'm glad that the committee was like, you know what? We're going to give you your chance and, you know, you you can beat up on your conference, but let's see how you do against juggernauts from the Power Five conferences and, you know, let's see how you match up. And to me, I, like you said, on paper, I'm sure it looks great, but just eye test, yeah, this is, unfortunately, TCU is about to get rolled and maybe, you know, like you said, if they come out with a random victory, it'll be something shocking to everybody, but... If they have to run into y'all or Ohio State in a championship game, two teams that have been there, nah, I, unfortunately, that's not going to be a thing where they're going to be like, oh, man, hey, we're happy you guys are here. Nah, they're running up a score. So, yeah, like, like y'all said, you know, I, I'm excited for the Ohio State game uh, against you guys just because I like – I'm a fan of when the Big Ten and the SEC match up together. Like, I, I've – Personally, have wanted that to be a thing for a very long time. That like even if they did an interconference or not an interconference, sorry, an interseason like uh you know uh championship or not championship but like challenge, you know, like they do in basketball because yeah, we get the because yeah, we get the yeah because yeah, you know we get the Big Ten we get the Big Ten SEC uh, challenge in basketball and it'd just be cool just you know one just even if it's not the champion just have the juggernauts thing because 
again, everybody always wants to argue strength of schedule. So I definitely think that would be a big part of strength of schedule. Um, if you do decide to punch in a Big Ten team in the middle of the, of the year, um, you know, or, you know, vice versa, punch out an SEC team in the middle of the year and see how you stack up. I um I always say that about um about the SEC. Um, I look at a lot of times in the game. We I've already said I think previously, especially in our last podcast. Uh, I do look at the SEC as the powerhouse of the uh uh college football um standing. Uh, so a lot of times I look at the SEC kind of like uh kind of like uh beating each other. Yeah, I look at how you know how how Georgia. How we have to play SEC. Alabama has to play other SEC teams. I look at that and say, okay, well, these losses come from other SEC. Prime example, like take 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 Tennessee, bro. Y'all lost to who? Y'all lost to Georgia. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it's a thing of how that standing is versus if we were playing people outside of our conference, what that would look like. Um, but uh, uh, so I I definitely can't agree with that. Uh, I definitely think it would open up a, a whole big can of worms because I, I, you don't understand people in other conferences how they view SEC. Oh, you guys say all of this, you say this and this and this, but we're better in, in this aspect or in that. <laughs> when it comes to football, bro, this SEC all day. Uh, but I say I say that very loosely because I got a question for you guys. I got a question for you guys, and it's still pertaining uh, uh, college football. That question is because I I, def, I I mentioned uh, uh, I mentioned quarterback. Um, that question is which quarterback, and I'm going to give you guys some names. Which quarterback is the most NFL ready? Uh, I look at the the what what the uh, what the the odds makers currently have for the uh, for the Heisman Trophy. So I want to mention those four first. Uh, Caleb uh, Williams from uh, USD, uh, Stroud from Ohio State, uh, Dugan from T- uh, TCU, uh, Stetson Bennett from uh, from Georgia. Uh, um, but I also want to throw I also want to throw uh, Hooker in there from uh, from Tennessee. And, and last but not least, I want to talk about Bryce Young, uh, who previously won the Heisman. Out of those quarterbacks, uh, who do you guys see most? Uh, I will. I will say this. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I have always said about that. Hey, big shout-out to Bennett. Uh, for, thank you, sir, for being our quarterback. But I don't think he's NFL ready, bro. I, I really don't. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Uh, I, I just don't. With the eye test tells me otherwise. Uh, me, personally, if I had to, if I had to pinpoint, uh, like I said, I think I mentioned earlier about uh, a Dugan coming, a TCU's quarterback coming to Atlanta. I think between him or or Stroud, uh, probably the most. If I had to make if I if I had to make the solidified decision, I'm pretty sure I'd go Dugan. But uh, uh, Troy, what you think, man? Uh, my thing is, I like that list. Um, I agree with you, especially watching um watching Stetson, Stetson Bennett. Uh, I do. So my thing is again, I I like. A quarterback that's put in a system that works. I I hate when you you get a quarterback on notoriety and then next thing you know it's like oh he's a bust. Perfect example, Jalen Hurts. You could not have told me that this was the year that he was going to peak or not peak, but that he was going to make his breakthrough. You know, because again, I just know, like you said, I test. Yeah, great, great quarterback for what he's what he is, but you 
for a hot minute, I didn't think the Philly system was was there for him. And I, you know, I honestly thought he was going to go. And I can even go back to Kyler Murray, you know, in the sense that, you know, watching Kyler Murray, it's like, oh, man, you're doing great. You're great. But then once you plateau and then you're on your decline, then it's like, hey, were you, were you ready? Like, because I know, you know, you threw the reins to him. And again, that's a quarterback is so crazy to me because like you mentioned earlier, you're Patrick Mahomes, you're Joe Burrow. Hey, first off, give me a line. But I think also you need a vet in front of you to teach you, coach you through. Because, of course, you know how to play football. I mean, you've been doing that your entire life. But to not to give a vet, have a vet presence there to be like, hey, this is how you do this. This is how we're going to do this. Hey, I know you're in line next, but let me show you how, you know, let me show you the ropes a little bit, you know, and then make it your own thing. And to me, like you said, I don't think Stetson Bennett is ready for that unless he gets a good vet in front of him. And same for pretty much the entire the entire roster. Um, you know, if you get, I don't want to, again, I'm going to talk Kenny Hooker maybe because that's my biggest sample size. I don't want to see him behind Jerry Goff. I, I really don't. I think that's a wasted talent. I feel bad for Malik Willis. Uh, again, I know him from sample size since Liberty is literally down the street. I I'm feel terrible that he's he got drafted behind Ryan Tannehill. Be, or not that he got drafted, but he's behind Ryan Tannehill. Because thing is, Vrabel's going to stick with Tannehill. Even when he's bumming it up, he's going to stick with Tannehill. And I don't think Malik Willis is going to have enough reps to to become the next thing before we draft someone else. And I really hate that for him because that's a, that's the same way I felt when Josh Dobbs got drafted to Pittsburgh. Listen, you got Ben Roethlisberger still there. Not that he was great, but they're not doing anything with Ben. He's not moving. So if you're drafted there, you're just stuck on the roster. Now, granted, he's getting paid good money, but it's just like he is smart enough. And again, this is going back to that 2016 season. I watched him grow and become a great quarterback in in a very a very run heavy system. So to watch him do that and be like, okay, cool, give me time, give me reps, and then just get shift off to Cleveland just to lose his job to freaking Watson. It's like, bro, that it sucks. It literally sucks. So to answer your question, I mean. Yeah, everybody can be quarterback ready because Trevor fucking Lawrence, man. Like, that was the prototype. And look at him now. He's getting smacked up in Jacksonville still. So it's just, I don't know, bro. Like, to answer that question, I can't. I literally can't. I can't answer that question, to be honest. But, you know, it it will be a thing that it'll be a thing to look out for because, you know, in the last two, three years ago draft class where we had 17,000 quarterbacks go up in the first round. And now everybody's hitting their stride. Maybe that will be the case. But at the same time, I, we got too many good quarterbacks now to just be like, hey, we're we're giving you the keys. And if you do get the keys, it's going to be to a really shitty 2022 Civic. You know what I mean? One that the engine or the freaking engines like busted. You got to limit off the lot, i.e. your Detroit's, maybe your Jacksonville's. Um, you know, Washington is on the come up, but who knows? And it, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's, it, it's just, it, yeah, freaking the Houston Texans. So it's just, it's one of those things you just got to watch out for it and see uh, see what happens. Because, again, it's, you hope for the best, but who knows? <laughs> what you got, Quan? Uh, I think another quarterback that we should take a look at as far as in that conversation with who should be drafting and who's ready for the NFL. Uh, looking at the game, Last week, well, this weekend, 
yesterday, actually, um, that Big Ten championship. Now, we knew Michigan was going to win as Purdue, but that Purdue quarterback, he was, he was, he was throwing some dimes. It's just the receivers were terrible. And I looked up his, uh, his line, I think Aiden O'Connell, and I looked up his numbers. He's solid. He was solid last year. He was in a running for, I can't remember the award for the best QB in college, but he was in the running for that the entire year. So I think he, like, from what I saw from that game yesterday, like, he was putting the ball where it needed to be. They just, I don't know where they got the receivers from. Like, and it's crazy because, you know, like, when you play football, you see it. Like, if you haven't played it in whatever position you play, you see, like, the errors and stuff. I'm like, as a receiver, I'm looking at, like, bro, you should have caught that. <laughs> like, he's literally putting the ball in your chest. It was one throw he, he, he threw and then was going to the end zone. And the defender on the, uh, Michigan, he was doing what he was supposed to do. He put his arms up, and the ball still hit dude right in his chest. Like it went over the receiver, like over the defender, hit the receiver in the chest, and the receiver fumbled the ball. Like he just dropped it. It was too many of those throws that was like right on the money that the receivers weren't capitalizing on. And I'm not saying that would swung the game momentum or anything like that, but I'm looking at his his poise in the pocket. You know, Michigan got them boys, them big boys up front. So I'm looking at that, and I'm like, he's not rattled or nothing. He like, he get his, he get his all. I'm like, man, that's, that's crazy. So I think he should be in that conversation too. I wouldn't be surprised to see him off the board. And then, uh, John, you mentioned Stetson Bennett. You know, that's the dog. That's the homie. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if he's NFL already either. I don't know if he wants to be. Be honest with you, um, I don't want another Jake Fromm. I don't. I was gonna say, is he now. is he eligible? Is he eligible for a fifth year seniorship? No, he already. He's a who? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's already a fifth year. He's he already a fifth year, bro. He gotta come out. Oh, uh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, it is it. Yeah, this, so, is it. This, this is it. But I'm saying, as far as like your last hoorah, this is one group that's the best way to go out. Bro, this is the best way to go out. This is the best way to best go out. Best way to go out. But I don't know if that translates over because Jake Fromm, man, like Jacob Eason, like I can't, I can't, I can't pretend like they don't exist, man. And I don't know where Jake Fromm is right now. I think he's on the Giants, but at one point he was back up on the Bills. And we know he won't get over Josh Allen. And if he's on the Giants still, he's definitely not getting over Daniel Jones, no matter what Daniel Jones done. So I don't know where Eason's at, but. Eason not look. Eason left and went to Washington and did absolutely nothing. So you know, Eason's in San Francisco now, so he might get some burn because of Jimmy G being. Yeah, I was gonna say because so that foot burned. that foot took Jimmy G out. So maybe maybe he uh yeah. maybe he does end up uh starting or you know at least getting like you said some kind of burn. I don't see it being a major major factor of uh as far that's what I'm saying like, as far as. Stetson Bennett goes, I don't know, man. I would love for him to go into, like, a position, like, a, a good situation in the NFL and, like, flourish just because of what he's done for our team. Yeah. But I don't know what that team would be. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Not too many teams that I could see benefiting from him immediately, like, without destroying his career. Yeah, that's fair. Like, hey, we're going to start you out gate and throw you 
Mississippi to the Wolves. How many times we were seeing that going back? Look what Baker Mayfield was that night. I was, Sam Darnold's that night. <laughs> y'all say you took it right off off of my tongue. I was about yeah. to say, you know, you got your Sam Darnolds, your Baker Mayfields, and uh, I would say, what's the the cat out of New York? Your uh, Trubisky, 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 Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just we got even more. Like look at Josh Rosen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rosen Rose to the Wolves. Yeah, they man. Him to the woods. They messed his confidence up horribly. Yeah, man. That, and that's, he that's, got to Miami. He was just a placeholder. Yeah, and that's what I was saying, man. Like, I, I just – it's quarterback is such a fickle spot position to even draft from if you're not system ready or if you're not putting in a system that is, you know, feasible for what the team needs but also what your career needs because, like you said, hey, man, it's a dime of a dozen. And yep. plot twist, you don't got a lot of longevity if you're not Tom Brady. <laughs> That's just how that goes, man. That's how that goes. But um, I would say that's all I got for for uh, you know NCAA stuff. John, are you you got anything else, man? Yeah, man. I got a couple little nuggets, man. I know we just it's kind of a touch and go today. Uh, go ahead, Quan. What you what, what you got? What you got, man? No, I got something after you. That's all I was saying. Oh. Uh, a couple of touch and go things, man. I, I want y'all boys to chime in with me. Uh, one of the things is uh, uh, is uh, uh, Mister Deion Sanders uh, going to Colorado, man. Uh, going to Colorado, and not only is he going to Colorado, but hey, why not? I'm gonna bring my son with me. Uh, I, I don't know really how I feel about that uh, because he was real big on preaching uh, HBCU, and I'm like, bro. Hey, you, you you were preaching about this, and now you jump in the fence. Come on, man! Like that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I, I see y'all boys a little take on it. You go ahead, Quan. I feel like you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that was what I was going to mention too. So good thing that you you know we're in the same uh, airspace. Um, being that he was you know Jackson State, that's a you know HBCU. I'm familiar with HBCU going to Norfolk State at some point in my life. Um. At first, when I heard the like the reports come out, I was kind of like, I think how everyone felt like, why, like why would you do that? Like you put all this effort, hard work in, to like you know big up not only the uh, the SWAC conference but the HBCUs entirely, right? They looking at him different, especially coming off of not only what, what he was doing, but on the basketball side too, you had major uh, deep like top recruits considering going to. Uh, these smaller, not the smaller, but the HBCUs just because of, you know, the representation and, like, just trying to bring more of a light to the other institutions that, you know, got to go to these big-name schools and still get into the leagues that they, you know, with the end goal is mostly the athletes. But I also had to, when I sat and looked at his uh, his speech he gave to the Jackson State team when he finally, like, when he told them, I, I felt better about his decision. Now, when I say that, I say in regards to HBCUs, they have a tendency to um, the crab in the bucket method. Right? Like, as much as we would love to see people that look like us do better and institutions that represent us do better, there's always somebody in some position that's stopping something from happening. And I don't know if that was the main cause of him taking that job. Obviously, like, Deion Sanders, he ain't, but he said in the thing, he was like, I'm not hurting for money. I've been making money a long time. 
it's never about a bag. That's one of the quotes I love that he said. He said, I never chased a bag. A bag always chased me. I love when he said that because I felt he was, that was a real statement. I felt like that was, that resonated with me because that boy had been making money since the 80s. Like, <laughs> he ain't hurting money. He was making so money before inflation. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the decision wasn't money-based, but I know you got to look at how much he's done and what the two, three years he's been associated with the institution. And people get greedy, man. People want credit for where credit is due and might not justify what the work they put in. You look at the institution before he came and look at how it is after they came. They whole locker room looked like it's on par with Oregon's locker room. And that had nothing to do with anybody that was there before he got there. The uniforms, he brought under um, He brought ESPN. He brought Travis Hunter there. Like He brought the, <laughs> the top recruits. Nobody was thinking about going to Jackson State, which made it, it made it cool to like even consider HBCU. So now you got other universities that are getting these recruits that they would never get. But after a while, you get tired of fighting that battle, and you go where you want it. You go, you go where you're you're uh, appreciated. Now, I'm not saying that Colorado was the best choice because I looked at their record last year; they were one in eleven. So they they ain't making no noise. <laughs> what you got, Troy? So. Absolutely, and I a thousand percent agree with everything you just said because initially my gut check was, yo, what is this? Because like John said, it was, hey, I, who ain't sweat? Who ain't sweat? Exactly. Like that was, exactly. and that was more, that was more embodiment of like, nah, bro, you're not gonna tell me like that I'm not behind the the majority of what's happening in this conference. Um, and like exactly. you said, you know, so my thing is. I'm glad that he did go to uh I'm glad that he did go to JSU because everybody got to eat. It wasn't just like, oh hey, the football program is being, you know, thrown on a pedestal and like the money is only funneling through there. Like, no, it 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 sold itself into the basketball program and to all the other programs that like are there. So I do appreciate him for bringing that notoriety to HBCUs and like you said, you know, giving HBCUs the opportunity to say, hey, we know we're not JSU, but we at we now know that we have the opportunity to build. You know what I mean? Um, and my thing is, yes, Colorado is very like whoa, bottom of the bucket. But you gotta think, where was JSU before he got there? You know what I mean? So exactly. my thing is, exactly. my thing is like, hey, I like that he likes the challenge of no, don't give me a Alabama, don't give me. You know, or even even in that, even in the sense of don't give me an OSU like a or not an Ole Miss. You know, don't give me an Ole Miss. Don't give me like an Arkansas. Like I will take the bottom of the barrel in a very lowly conference because uh, he's playing in Mountain West now, and it's just yeah. like uh, okay, give me the lowest team there and let me build what I can. Because my whole thing was okay, he's going to Colorado, yes, but. He has the opportunity to bring his recruiting class for next year back in. Yeah. And on top of that, my thing is bigger picture, right? HBCUs, beautiful schools, great conferences, beautiful heritage. Like, I love the tradition there. But you're not getting a lot of burn in the sense of notoriety going to one of these schools unless you are a Travis Hunter. And even then, that's like, hey, I had to... It's like when people were like, hey, I'm famous before I got famous. Like, he had to bring his notoriety to JSU, and it just happened to work out because Dion was there. 
Cause he could have he could have easily gone to a powerhouse school and he been did. A, and, he was going he was going to Florida State right. So my thing is like, hey, if he can do that at HBCU, give him the resources to do that at a major D one school. You know what I mean? Cause though my thing is like. Colorado probably is not known for many sports. They're probably a baseball team just because the Rockies are there. And Colorado, like the Rockies, were a good team at one point. So I could see that being a baseball state if that is the case. But like, like give giving him the budget to like probably expand more than what he could have at JSU, I'm for it. And then on top of that, like I said, he gets to bring in whatever recruits he wants. And on top of that... We all know HBCUs, like you said, the money is funneled very tightly. So it's not like you get a whole budget. Like you're sharing a tight budget across the board in athletics. Giving him a budget on his own, I think he can work wonders with that. And then, um, and lastly, giving the opportunity to kids who may have not had the opportunity to go to a D1 school. You know what I mean? I, I know, and I'm just speaking on, I'm just speaking on just being a black man, you know? It's... We don't get a lot of opportunities, man. Or if we do, we don't really take advantage of them, you know? If you would have told me that I would have joined the military and left and ended up at 33 in Virginia, I would have been like, no, what are you talking about? I'm going to be in Memphis for the rest of my life. Like, I would not have known anything different. And so, to me, giving giving these young guys the opportunity to maybe, let's say, get out of an Atlanta, to get out of a Miami-Dade because... You know, football is big there. Getting out of a Texas because football is big there. Like, giving them the opportunity to go see more on the West Coast outside of just being in the South or, like, the East Coast, you give them the opportunity to see some stuff, and who knows? That could change. Because, like, we all have played sports, and we know you know, sport is not not the end-all, be-all. Like, at the end of the day, you want to become a better person. And I was... Listen, I know he got mad shit when he was like, don't go to class and slides. Don't sit in the back of the class. Present yourself as a man that you want to be. I saw a bigger picture because that's what my dad has been teaching me my entire life. Like, bro, don't be. You also, you play sports too. You know, that's how he was brought up in in the sports environment too. Mm -hmm. He had to wear suits and ties at a home game. Yeah, so you can't, you can't can't slap off. You can't, you know, where your butt, where your tie at. It's the times where. When I played basketball. You didn't have a tire, you got started. Right. <laughs> like, like straight up. Like they didn't they didn't play about that. We had old school coaches, like even with football, uh it was it was a unity aspect. Right. So if we if one person's wearing a certain color gloves, we all gotta wear the same color. Absolutely. So it's something that we agree upon. So it's more like like you said, like it's it's deeper than just the sport. It's more like the pain for life. It's like you doing that, like for example with that one, that's negotiation tactics. Yeah. Absolutely. It's more networking. It's like it's just it's, it's the little lessons that built into the sport itself that you can use on the outside world. And I, I get what you're saying with that. And I understand it 100. percent As well as the whole like capitalizing on opportunity because you can get like a, a prime athlete. Like it's already happening. Like yeah. he announced it. Like what? It already happened. What Saturday? He already got two of the top ten recruits. Absolutely. Just, commit one. Once he committed from Texas A&M, not just going to Colorado. Like, right. And that's <laughs> and the thing. And he got announced like two hours after he got announced. That right. He's leaving. Like that, it's already happening. So definitely agree with you. But uh, it's definitely, uh, it shows what effect he had, what his name brings. Because yes. the same person could have had an offer from Colorado 
and it's at the bottom of the pop. You get what I'm saying? Like he's not looking at Colorado, he's looking at South Carolina, he's looking at Georgia, yeah. Alabama, the Michigan, the Ohio States, the Penn States, like all the other schools that are like bigger and stature. Yeah. They're still D one schools, but I'm not if I got a chance to go to Georgia, I'm not even considering Colorado. Absolutely. But now you tell me you tell me Deion Sanders there and ain't no like Keep it a let's keep it a buck. There's no black boy alive who's ever played football that did not idolize Deion Sanders at one point. Right. At one point, no matter what position you play, what position you play. And it's funny you mentioned that because I was just having a conversation with a buddy of mine uh, yesterday when we found out that you know Deion did take the Colorado job, and I was like, who's the last like notable athlete out of Colorado that I could think of? I I. Off the top of my head, I wanted to say Cordell Stewart, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I can't remember and I definitely didn't look it up. But for some reason, I feel like he was a Buffalo and that was like the last notable Buffalo that I could think of. But even so, it's just cool, like I said, to have him have the opportunity to expand, but then also, you know, he's built the resume as a coach. So it's not like one of those things where, hey, we're just signing you because you're Deion Sanders. You know, that's what he got with. That's what he got when he signed to Jackson State. Oh, y'all just signed. He's just bored, so he's just gonna, you know, nah, throw a lot he, of money he was at coaching it. Coaching in high school, right? He was coaching in high school, right? So it's just he, nice he, to see he, him. He did the he did the, the progression correctly, right? If so you, it's, if you so, like if you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, so it's just nice to see that he's actually, like you said, progressing into what may end up being a coaching job at a powerhouse. I mean, who knows? You might end up seeing him at the Texas. Or, you know, whatever it may be. So, it's just, I'm, like, I like to see it, man. I like to see it. I like to see the growth. I'm glad that it's happening. And I also, like, I don't think it could happen to a better person because, again, you get your, of course, you get, hey, we, we know primetime. He's going to give you the show. But I like the fact that he showed us the side of Dion, the father, Dion, the coach, Dion, the mentor. And it's like... I, like you said, I'm glad he didn't shit on his team. I'm I'm like, I'm so happy that he didn't just dip and was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm in Colorado. Like, he set his team down and was like, bro, we about to play for a championship. I'm out the door, but I want to let y'all know what y'all have given to me, and I appreciate y'all as a staff, as players, all the, all the, all the kumbaya shit that people like, like he did it in real life. And I'm like, hey, I'm here for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he even talked to, to, to the Colorado team too, he he met with them. I think today, yeah, because it came out. I watched. I watched that today too, and he kept it above with them. He was like, "Look, y'all ain't do good last year, so a lot of y'all probably not gonna be here." He was like, "We gonna see who really want to be here, and we gonna keep y'all. And the ones that don't work, we'll see what we can do for you as far as the transfer portal." He kept it above. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, you ain't even. You ain't, it ain't even springtime yet, bro. Like, you know, like, you're not playing games. So it's like, he already coming in. He was like, he kept saying, he, his day, every time he said something, he was like, it was like people that's playing football outside. They're supposed to be inside for me. Guess what? I'm coming. Every time he finished something, like, he, re, he reinstated the statement, like, I'm coming. Shit is going to change. I'm coming. Y'all better be on your A game. I'm coming. We not losing no more. I'm coming. Like, like he just kept yeah. If you watch the clip, like, he's just like, look, like, what I did in Jackson State, I'm bringing that head. Yeah, no, nah, that's so that's definitely just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, so it's like, if y'all not with this, then we gonna, y'all getting up out of here. He was like, I'm gonna push y'all to y'all breaking point during offseason because I need to know what, I, what I'm what i working with now. I don't need y'all to break in the game. I don't need 
reach out of reach, reach out breaking point in the game, and I don't know which I take. And I'm like, as a as a athlete, I'm like, oh yeah, he he, he ain't playing, he ain't playing, yeah. <laughs> he ain't playing. Because if y'all going crazy in, in the off season, because you're, I mean, you're already getting them prepared for whatever. Yep, for, like, yep, for whatever, what's to come. Whatever's ahead, whatever lies ahead. So, and um, like you said, his son, his son's coming. So they already got a QB. I don't know if Shiloh's coming. I don't know if he can. But I don't know if Travis can either. Travis, I think he got another year. Um, before he could transfer because he, he didn't he didn't set out or something like that. I can't remember how it actually works, but I know Shador is coming. So that was interesting. He said he bringing a couple other people with him. So that was cool to see because I when he when they said he's leaving, I thought he was with everybody. Like yeah. not like in a bad way, but I didn't know if he could take it with him. Yeah. So he said his son's coming. In. More light on his son, pretty sure the other one's gonna follow suit too when he can. I don't see why Travis Hunter wouldn't follow him, but he's able to. We got a couple other players that are eligible, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. Honestly, Detroit. I got uh, I got another little fun nugget, man. Another little fun nugget. Y'all boys seen that video of Steph Curry? Damn near on the other side of the other on the other side of the court. That I, I got in, in about five. 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 Yeah, five uh, that boy is unworldly. I gotta see you the video, Troy. Okay, definitely five. do that. He is, he is he is it's literally yeah. full court, bro. Five times in a row. I think we all can agree that Steph Curry is like all of the aliens from the Space Jam movie when they took everybody else's talent. That He's one. Like the Android version. <laughs> because there's no way in hell that this. Like, we know how hard it is to shoot three, right? You know how hard it is to shoot threes in a row, and then when he shoots, it pisses me off because it looks like he's just flipping the ball with his right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and I'm like, bro, like, how do you? Do it? He just he just dropped in, he just dropped in, but he's been doing. Remember all that frustration like, when we was trying to shoot half court? This man is shooting five in a row from full court, bro. From with full ease. court, bro. With, with ease. ease. With ease, bro. What I'm talking about, unworldly dude. I'm seeing him looking like, who is this guy? Like. time schedules and it's it's always a great time when we do get a chance to link up and yo i toast to us if anybody got a drink anywhere uh you know this is two out of yeah hey look wow this is two out of however many we can get this off man i i I don't see this dying no time soon this is definitely a good look um i'm saying uh before i let y'all go last thing what y'all looking for for christmas it's right around the corner. We dads, so you know we get we get put on the back burner. But if somebody somebody sneak a gift under the there for you, burner. what you what you look for? That's an understatement. Uh, I don't know. I, go ahead, y- y'all boys. Go ahead. Go. You matter of fact, Troy, you asked the question, bro. You go ahead and 
Listen, I only got one thing on my mind. PS5. PS5 on my mind. Go to the dark side. Go to the dark side. Hey, we're close to time. The position has been filled. <laughs> what about you, Jackson? Jackson, what about you, man? What you looking for for Christmas, man? I'm looking for sleep, dog. I know I ain't getting there. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm hey, tired. What you got, Quan? Listen, I'm going to keep it above with y'all. I just want bills paid because we what got three things in here. <laughs> no, is it not? We got three of the things in here. My birthday next week. I turned 30 right after Christmas. Roman turned two, bro. Listen, Santa pay a bill. <laughs> Santa pay a bill, bro. Preferably one of the houses. Somebody spent $130. You want to know what my sister-in-law said to us when my uh, my son went down there for Thanksgiving? What's that, bro? She said, she said he snores like he paid bill. <laughs> bro. He snored like a grown man. Bro, Get it from his father. <laughs> you ain't seen the Snapchat clip? You seen the Snapchat clip I put up over on the store the other day? Bro's louder than me, bro. Hey, <laughs> listen, all I know is anytime me and uh me and Caitlin are asleep, Tiana be like, I don't know who was snoring louder. I'd be like, hey, look, we was tired. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, last go ahead and close this thing out. What what are you looking for for Christmas? Hey, bro, honestly, I, I just just to be honest with you, bro. For Christmas, on Christmas Day, I just want all four of my kids to leave me the hell alone. I want a cold drink, and for me to just watch basketball all day. If I, I can get that, I'm going to be a happy man, bro. I'm just going to be honest. Now, 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 we all know that I'm not talking about water. Well, you know, you know, you already know how I am, but just leave me the hell alone. Let me enjoy all five of these games all day. Now, I will tell you this. Knowing these kids and y'all boys know them too, that ain't going to happen. But Chloe definitely said request tonight. I heard in the background. Oh, yeah. Chloe definitely, bro. Chloe's going to be the man. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, yeah, bro. So, that, that, that's me for Christmas, man. I just want to enjoy some good basketball and, and, have, and have a few drinks, man. Have a few drinks. I will say this, though, on a flip note, and I don't know if I'm giving it away, uh, I am excited. The biggest thing I am excited is what up the next coming months, bro, in February. Linking up with y'all boys. We're going to go see the uh, the Cavs and the Pelicans game, bro. I'm stupid excited about that. That's going to be a fantastic time, man. Uh, so that, that that's one of the biggest things I'm looking I'm looking forward to, man. Go ahead and say that. I said TBD because of my, my schedule. So, so if we got hey, to break you in, we're going to break you in. No, like legit, I might have to work. No, nah, we gonna break you in. Uh, oh, look, hey. Oh, look, hey. We'll wrap, we'll wrap you up in the duct tape and throw you in the back of the trunk. It's cool. We'll, we'll cut a hole in the mouth so you can breathe. But you bring your ass. Hey, look, Brandy, Brandy, don't put no ATP out of nothing. We know exactly where this thing is. Absolutely, we know where he at. He's sitting right there courtside with the rest of us. But nah, all right, fellas, it's been real. It's been good. Again. This has been episode two of the Hoopla podcast. Uh, once again, if you can, go ahead, give us a rating, man. Give us a five. You know, we again, we just some dads doing some stuff, talking some stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, it's been real. I'm out. They out. We all out. Go to bed. Get some naps. Don't put a, don't put no tweets up. Go to bed. Just don't put no tweets. No defcons. 
Long live Kanye. Graduation was the best album ever. Oh, my God.